It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers Web Zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al and Brian. It just it just seems like I don't know, they put up 42 against Dallas and then just read their own press clippings and went like, hey, like we're hot shit. Like we're we're good to go. No one's gonna beat us. And they've come out flat two weeks in a row against inferior mm-hmm. opponents and got embarrassed. Like, I mean, they should be embarrassed. The defense should be embarrassed. Steve Wilkes should be embarrassed. The offense was successful in moving the ball, but not scoring. And then it just, I don't, I don't, it's, Self, it's just, like I said, it's just a front. Yeah. It was just a frustrating yeah. game. And now you've got, now you've got a team in the Bengals that are, also coming off a bye, right? So that's three weeks in a row that they're mm-hmm. going to face an opponent coming off their bye. Cleveland was coming off their bye. Minnesota was coming off their bye. And now Cincinnati will be coming off their bye. So they've had two weeks to prepare. And the 49ers are going to be on a short week. Like this game, I, this game coming up this week, I don't know. But it's a big there's one. Gotta be, there's got to be answers somewhere. And, you know, Debo's not going to be in for Cincinnati. Uh, so you know, what are you going to do differently against Cincinnati? And I'll tell you what, Lou Anarumo is very similar to Brian Flores. He's going to throw a bunch of shit at you that you're not ready for. And uh, it could be a long day for Brock Purdy because Brian Flores, uh, I heard this uh, on extra point taken on the ringer with uh, Ben Solak and Shio Kapadia and uh, Brian Flores and the Vikings defense leads the league in seven man pressures and also so set so rushing seven mm-hmm. and they also lead the league in only rushing three so it's like you really don't know what you're What's getting and that here? that seemed to rattle him a little bit and that interception to end the game came on a play where they only rushed three and dropped eight into the pattern and you could see no one was open no one well they they got to stop the self-inflicted wounds because, like you said, they did. You know, they did move the ball, but I said three turnovers. I actually counted this field goal as like a turnover too. And you have Moody missing the forty-yarder, and that's a that's a whole other thing. This is the crazy thing about Jake Moody. He's one of uh, three 49ers kickers in the it's history of the franchise that. to have two fifty-five-yard plus field goals, along yeah. with David Akers and Phil Dawson. But he can't yeah. hit a forty-yard. You don't know what you're going to get out of him. So yeah, he may come in there and hit a fifty-eight-yarder, but then he may shank a thirty-eight-yarder right now, mm-hmm. which. Mm-hmm. You can't trust him until he proves otherwise. But, you know, he's going to go out. This was indoors. He missed a 40 yarder. You know, yeah. it, it just, it just, so all the, the Vikings as you go down. It's, it's, it's getting scary with him. So we'll see how that one goes too. But the biggest concern to me right now, Brian, and last week watching the defense, a lot of people said, oh, you know what? Like, they only give 19 points. Like, they should have won. They did not, they had a couple turnovers. Other than that, mm-hmm. they didn't play well. No. The Browns were running the ball. If you had even an average quarterback, they probably would have gotten diced up in the secondary as well. With PJ Walker, you know, throwing the ball into the ground and everything else. In this week, I mean, Steve Wilkes, they ate his lunch. Absolutely ate his lunch. Vikings had come into this game, okay? They were 26th in the NFL in third down conversion rate coming into this game. They went 8 of 13. Mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins threw 45 times and they could not get him on the ground. They and didn't get him down this, once. No. 
Not at all. They, they couldn't get to him blitzing. They couldn't get him with, with four guys. And the defense came into the game 21st in sack rate at 5.8%. They're now 27th in sack rate. Pressure rate, 28.1 coming into the game. Their yards per carry was 16. They weren't, they weren't coming, they weren't playing well coming into the game. And this team is built on their defensive line. Their mm -hmm. defensive line looks terrible right now. How about yeah. these numbers? Nick Bosa, three and a half sacks in his last 12 games. So this is going back to the last game of last year in the playoffs. He didn't have a sack in those four games. I'm sorry, maybe. So he had one within those five games going back to last mm -hmm. year. And this year in seven games, he's got two and a half. The holdout definitely affected him. And everybody's saying like, oh, yeah, you know, he's fine. He's working out at home. It's not the same thing. And you're seeing it right now. I don't care about his PFF grade. You got to get home at some point. He is not playing up to his level. He's not a TJ Watt. He's not a Miles Garrett right now, the way that he's playing. Um, he's tied for 64th in the NFL in sacks at the moment. <laughs> I mean, come on. And um, he actually said he sounded a little annoyed at the end of the game in the press conference. He said, yeah, we're usually a rush four kind of team, but uh, I don't know. Like he's not used to, he said he's not used to blitzing as much as they are right now. Now I looked it up. And according to Pro Football Reference, it says they're only blitzing 17.3% of the time, which is the second fewest in the league. But maybe it's when they're blitzing. Maybe it's always on third down. I really don't know. Um, but also, what was the stat that I had? So Bosa, Cleland Farrell, and Drake Jackson, between the three of them, they have five and a half sacks this year. And three of those came in week one with Drake Jackson when he kind of fell into those sacks. Yeah. Randy yeah. Gregory does have one, but that's still, it's only six and a half sacks for that whole unit. They're just not getting home right now. And did you hear, I don't know if you heard this, Brian Baldinger was on, um, he was on 95.7 or KMBR. I got to see what he said, if I could find it now. Um, he said, he was on 95.7 the game. He was on the morning roast. He said, I've seen very little from Hargrave. Nick Bosa right now is strictly a power rusher and his power moves are not winning in the past game, in the past game. For Kirk Cousins to drop back 45 times and not get taken down once, I can't imagine a worse flight home. So the Niners are playing a lot of money for this defensive line, and they are not mm -hmm. getting it done right now. They're getting run on. They're not getting to the quarterback. They're not getting home. And the deficiencies in the secondary are showing up because that front four is not getting the job done. And Wilkes isn't getting the job done with the blitzes he's calling either. Well, and here's the thing, you know, and I tweeted this out earlier today. This defense is regressing with personnel that was that is better than what D'Amico Ryan's had. Right? This defense personnel-wise is better than what D'Amico Ryan's had last year. When you add a, a Javon Hargrave, right? When you mm -hmm. add a Randy Gregory, when you still have Warner and Greenlaw, when you, you know maybe they are significantly missing Al Shayer, but I feel like Oren Burks has played pretty well in 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 that role this season. I don't, I don't think it's been a humongous drop-off. Uh, Diamador Lenore is better this year than he was last year. You still have Trivarius Ward. You still have Gibson and Hufunga. This defense personnel wise is better and it's, it's performing at such significantly less efficiency than, than D'Amico Ryan's had it. And it's, that comes down to scheme. I don't know I don't know how else you can you can slice it up, right? If all things remain the same and or might be slightly better, but the performance is significantly worse, 
you've got to look at the guy that took over. And, you know, I, I am hearing all this talk about like the, you know, Wilkes needs to get out of the booth, blah, blah, blah. That has nothing to do with anything. Let's be perfectly honest. Does this defense perhaps miss the passion of a Robert Sala and a D'Amico Ryans on the sideline just going nuts when his when his squad does, you know, does something good? Maybe. But one of the best defensive coordinators in NFL history, Vic Fangio, has never once coached from the sideline. He has always coached from the box, and his defenses are always good. I guess technically he was coaching from the sideline when he was head coach in Denver, but still. I, I don't I I I'm not gonna I'm not willing to to even consider that as an excuse for what's going on. I just don't know if Steve Wilkes is a is a good defensive play caller. There's not a huge track record there. Uh, is he a great coach and a great leader of men? A hundred percent. But that's great if you're the head coach or if you're a position coach. But if you're a play caller, you, you got to have some talent there. And it certainly seems like up to this point, he's been a little in over his head. Like again, what are we what are we doing? calling what we called to end the half. Like, what is that call? And I guarantee Kyle Shanahan's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like that is rookie level mistakes from yeah, a guy he, that, from a guy that's supposed to lead from a guy that you're entrusting to continue the legacy of phenomenal defense. And so it's, you know, it's games. We've, we've played seven yeah. games, you know, at this point in 2021, we were th the 49ers were three and four. They lost their next game to go to three and five, and then they made it to the NFC Championship game. At this point last year, they were three and four. They just got their asses handed to them by the Chiefs on their home field, and they didn't lose another game until the NFC Championship game. It's a long season. All is not lost, but there are some very, very concerning things that we have seen, especially over the past two weeks. And let's remember that we are looking at this team through Super Bowl lenses. Is this team going right. to win the Super Bowl? Because they've put that on themselves. They've yeah, put that on themselves. This isn't are they going to get a wild card? Are they going to no. win division? It's we're they are the ones. Here, they are the ones that said it's the Super Bowl this year. Brock Purdy is the quarterback because this is a Super Bowl ready team. You know they made moves because this is a Super Bowl ready team. So you have to look at this team through that lens. And so far, it's, it's, not, it's not where it needs to be.